everyone. You're listening to Hookah Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Lulu. I know it's been a while, but I do have an awesome interview today for you guys. I had the pleasure of meeting up with My Lee of My Lash and Brows here in Scottsdale, Arizona, and she is one of our gold sponsors at the Scottsdale Lash and Brow Conference and Competition. And yes, that's right, we are moving forward with that conference. It is happening this May 14th through 16th, so it is on. So get your tickets now. Uh, the website is www.scottsdalelashbrowconference.com. It'll be in the link in the description. So we're going to talk today about about transitioning from lashes to PMU, the steps you should take, what to expect so you can succeed in the lash and PMU world. Miley explains things so well and without a doubt, you will leave with a better understanding of what to do. You'll wonder why you hadn't started PMU already. So this is a raw live interview. Strap in and enjoy the show. Okay, so we're live. We're live? Yeah. Oh, we're live. <laughs> My first time. This is your first time ever going live on Instagram. And is this your first time with a podcast? Yeah. Oh my gosh, this yeah. is awesome. You guys, I'm Lula Superville, uh, the producer of Scottsdale Lash and Brow Conference, also with Lashes Del Sol here in Arizona. And I'm here with Miley Lash. Hi. That's right, Miley Lash and Brow. We're in her studio and we're going to be doing this live as well as this podcast. It's yeah. going to be in the raw so if you hear music in the background, customers walking in, that's it's totally normal. That's normal. It's, yeah. It is what it is. So that's what we're doing. Hi, guys. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us on live. If you have questions, let us know. Um, I'll try to keep up, but I got a whole slew of questions for you guys to get to know her. We're going to be talking today about transitioning lashes to PMU. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I know a lot of girls... Um, want to do that transition because a lot of girls just do one or the other like lashes or kind of PMU slash brow things like that Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to reach into the other one or what to do so we're going to talk about that today um I would love to really get to know you though can you tell me more about yourself of course yes but before that I have a surprise for you oh Daniela Daniela what I have a surprise (laughs) for you (laughs) and I wanted to wait until now Oh, they're so beautiful. Thank you. This is for you. Today is International is. Women's Day. It is. Thank and you. I just want to, you know, congrats you. What whatever you're doing right now is amazing. Oh, yeah, it's you. really amazing. You're so sweet. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, they're beautiful. Okay, so you guys, guys hustle so much. Oh, thank yeah, you. So do so you. Great. And yes, you guys, happy International Women's Day today. Um, so she gave me beautiful um, purple flowers. I, I love this. Reina says she believes oh, she can, so she, she does. does. Oh, you guys, look at that. That's, oh, I don't know if you can see. It's adorable. Thank you so much, Miley. I really appreciate it. Um, no, I, I wish I would have brought you something. No, now. you're Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so today is a, a big day for so many women yeah. in, in the world, you know, trying to hustle, trying to grind, mm-hmm. trying to do whatever it is they're trying to do to live life, make yeah. a buck, you know, mm-hmm. be something and make something of themselves, mm-hmm. right? And so thank you. Um, wow. And you know what? I, with that, I'm going to tell you a little something that she's doing. She just told me before we went live. <laughs> she's hustling hard too, you guys. You are expanding. I am. Yeah, and we're, we're expanding to next door, so it's Lots a huge, of, it's a yeah. big location. I just saw it's all like like hooded. It's under construction. I didn't know that was you. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> that is amazing! So through this pandemic and everything, 
guys, she's working hard. She still has her girls out here. You can see them doing lashes. They're doing their PMU stuff. And so it's, it's amazing. Congrats. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So um, my name is Miley. For most of you who probably don't know who I am, um, just like all of you, I started as a lash artist and um, transitioned myself into doing PMU. Um, my story is very long, but I'm here um, with you know like my lash and brows. Uh, that's that's my brand, and um, we started in 2012, 2014, and where we are today. I just have so much um, stories that I want to share with all of you, and um, yeah. Yeah, she is amazing. Yeah, we were just talking about uh, stories we wanted to share with you. <laughs> Fun story, but that's, that's for another podcast. Um, but, but anyway, so yeah, so again, she's here. We're located, we're here in Scottsdale, Arizona right now, which is where the Lash Conference is, and I'm actually wearing the Lash shirt. Um, the Scottsdale Lash and Brow Conference shirt made by Fangirl Society. So thank you, Fangirl. Thank you, Stephanie from New York. Uh, she's doing that for us. And so um, I kind of wanted to let, uh, talk further. How did you get into the lash industry? Like what? Why? So in 2012, I was in the banking industry, believe oh. it or not. Um, but my stories, um, basically... I grew up in a very traditional family where my parents want me to finish a bachelor degree and right. climb the corporate life um, for the rest of my life, for sure. you know. And um, at the time, I was really struggling with being a mom um, at a young age. I, I think I was only 21 or 22. Yeah. Um, at the same time, finance and marriage. I just remember that I came across an article where someone was, you know, like trying to fulfill her parents' wish and then just kind of like stopped and doing lashes. And at the time, um, I have very low self-esteem. So I, I always had to like rely on like makeup to make myself look better. Right. So I've always drawn towards the beauty, the lashes, you know, but never really had the courage to just quit and do right, it, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, I took a very short course um, on flashing, but it was maybe like lasting for three to four hours. Okay. So I never really got good education. Therefore, I wasn't brave enough to follow my dream. And that was back in 2012. Um, but, you know, fast forward two years later, I remember me waking up one day and was just like, my God, like, I just want to be able to do what I love. Like, yes. I, I hate waking up, dragging myself, going to a place where I don't feel like I belong. Right. You know, I just want to get out of this, this hole. I just want to be able to live with my passion. So then I was very fortunate to be able to train under Irina Lefchuk <gasps> She's gonna in 2014. Be yeah, so she's my mentor, mentor that I hold very dear to my heart. Yes. Um, so after that training, I, I just put in my two weeks notice and I quit. <gasps> you know? Oh my God. <laughs> that, that was it, you know? And I never looked back and I'm so glad that I made that decision because it totally changed my life and because of that experience where I had um, very short training mm -hmm. that's why I want to be an educator today is yeah. to 
um, provide very good trainings for girls who want to follow their dreams or yeah. think that lashing is their passion right. um, or the beauty industry in general. Like, right. I want to be that person because I used to be in their shoe. Yeah, you know, exactly. trying to decide whether I want to go with this path or that path, you know. So. And you have such a, a different, like, you know, you went from, you know, the... I know, same with my family, too. It was very, like, you have to do the whole education thing, get your degree, climb the corporate ladder, you know, and do it all, like, kind of that way. Like, that was seen as, as success versus, you know, beauty industry. It was like, beauty? Why do you want to go do makeup? Why do you want to go do this? Like, it was, it's almost seen, like, the beauty industry is almost seen as though it's, like, like a step down. And it's not. It really right. is not. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to get that out of our heads and our mentality is that, you know, just because it's not seen as something, I guess, more uh, socially like, like normal, yeah, it doesn't glamorous. mean it's not yeah glamorous or or like making. I mean, you can make you can make yourself really do well in in the beauty industry if, if it's that's what, really what you want. Yeah, I mean, and and um, now that you know, I, I really understand the the whole saying. You know, follow your dream, love what you do. Yeah, because if you love what you do. It's impossible for you not to be successful. Exactly. Because you have to love what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. I love that. That's amazing. Um, so how long were you doing lashes before you got start this storefront? This this first this is your first storefront, right? It is. Okay. So in 2014, um, I started being a lash artist and then um, just really hustle, enrolled in a lot of courses and attending conferences. Um, I won a few competitions. Um, and then my passion for this beauty industry just grew deeper because I want to be able to help um, women with their self-confidence through PMU through okay. the art of permanent makeup because I do realize that, you know, she has great lashes, but, you know, I just wish that her brows are a little more, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you wish, yeah. even if they don't wish, you yeah, wish they you were know more. What I mean? it, it's, just, it's just so much more enhanced or like clients who can't wear lashes anymore yeah. because they're allergic to glue. Like, I wish I can do something, yeah. you know? And so I took a lot of courses in PMU mm -hmm. and that's how I got started in okay. um, doing PMU. Okay. Um, and I love it. So, I just love it. So from when you first started doing lashes, when you actually made it your thing, mm -hmm. how many years did it take to get this place? Um, see, I, I came out to this place in 2017. I was in a smaller studio okay. before. Okay. Um, yeah, and that was where I became a lash and PMU artist. Okay. And then, then you after worked that, your way. We, yeah, we expanded to this studio in 2017. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. guys. So it definitely is doable, and you can do it quickly, or you can do it as quick or as slow as you want. It depends on you and your needs and your desires, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like there are so many... Um, lash artists and I, I um, and also you know PMU artists that sometimes feel discouraged because they feel like they have to hit that like they have to hit all these like mile markers oh no in order to be something or someone or have success you have to you know get the training and then mm -hmm. get a little small studio and then small studio get the storefront do the storefront do the trainings trainings mm -hmm. do the product line do the product line do the you know it's like it's this whole like rat race of a of a success right mm -hmm. like quote unquote success and that's not really true success if someone really wants if they're con if you're content 
in having your own little studio just solo yourself and you don't you're not a trainer you're you're not a product you know whatever but you're happy with what you got and it makes you happy and like you're, you're you're providing the bills to your family you're feeding your kids you're doing whatever you need and you're happy that is success mm -hmm. so it, it really depends on everyone I think it's important to state that as well um, but I really admire um, anyone in whatever position they're in especially if they're just wanting to learn like I think it's really really important that no matter what you're doing you have to always be willing to continue to learn mm -hmm. right and if you ever come across anybody I've come across a, a few people where they're top-notch people and they feel like they're the it and there's nothing else above them I'm sorry you just lost my respect like no that's not true like there is so much more that you need to learn and it doesn't stop there so anyway that's my two cents so yeah totally <laughs> yeah yeah i agree like even today i still um enroll myself in a bunch of courses and attending conferences oh, yeah. and your clients will want to know that as well it's 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 a, a message for you to let your clients know that you're not stagnant that you're always continue your education for them Exactly, exactly. And they see that you're really in the industry. It's not, this is not just some little thing mm -hmm. where you just take their money and, and go, right? It's, it's, it really yeah. is your passion, your drive, your career. Um, so I know you have a team. How many team members do you have? Um, right now, mm -hmm. see, we have six lash artists to PMU. Okay. And how has, has the whole pandemic thing this whole last year affected you guys? Um, to be honest, I, I feel very blessed that our studio is still doing great. Um, we're planning on expanding in mid-year, um, and each of our girls are, you know, like, striving very hard. They love what they do, and um, me as, you know, the um, staying in the forefront, I really want to become a source of inspiration for my girls to be able to provide their best and keep learning keep keep growing yes yeah exactly I love that's that. the only way that's the only way that all of us are able to grow is individually each right. individual person within that that organization or the company has to grow therefore the whole you know organization will grow exactly I agree totally um, so when and why did you decide to add PMU to your, I mean, you kind of already brushed up a little bit, like you wanted to like mm -hmm. make your clients like browse pop or, you know, you wanted them to have more, um, really. And you said like, what was the big like aha moment of why that is like, what, what triggered you into saying, you know what, it's not going to just stop at lashes. It's really going to, I need to do more. Um, you know, it's, it's really about that that drive that desire of first of all wanting to be able to do your best for your clients secondly I don't want to be stagnant I can't be stagnant because if I'm stagnant each of these girls will, will be stagnant yeah, you know and sure. so therefore we can't grow um, and just a little bit of tips is that um, when like say if your client is allergic to the glue, right? right? I want to be able to have the ability to continue 
to help her feel good about herself. So therefore, lash liner, lash line enhancement in PMU. That's the ability that I want to be able to provide for my clients. Right. You want to buy offer an alternative for them. You're right. You don't want to always do. You don't want to say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I can't help you anymore." Like cut the the ties from them and then then walk out your door and never see them again. No, you want to say, but you know I do do like eyeliner Mm -hmm. tattooing. I do like eyebrow enhancement, microblading, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then that gives them like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, let's try something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And those enhancements are amazing, guys. I mean, you you know, I don't have to tell you guys. Yeah. You know, right now we're seeing the cross between the lash industry to PMU industry, and I think it's wonderful. It's great because. Um, we as beauty specialists will be able to provide our clients more alternatives, being able to do more for our clients. Right, exactly. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did that, now talking about how, you know, offering more to your clients, how did that offering more to your clients affect your clients in the long term, like financially, fiscally, I should say, um, as well as um, what, whether, well, I guess whether it's negative or positive. Mm-hmm. Were some... Were some enjoying the fact that you wanted to go and add the service to your, I guess, these services to your repertoire? Or were they like, oh, no, well, you're not going to have time to do my lashes anymore. Like, or would it take time away from you? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, when I decide to bring PMU into the service, well, first of all, in order for you as a lash artist to be able to transition um, to doing PMU number one, you have to make sure that you're you're well trained, that you have the knowledge. Okay, number two, you have to be able to show your clients your work your actual work to create trust. Trust here is the key in order for you to convert your current lash clients into your PMU clients. So you have to be able to do well as a lash artist, build your clientele, create trust, you know, because she already trusts you. So seeing you grow will make her believe that whatever you do is like, oh my God, yes. Enhance me. Do yes. whatever. Yes, you know? it's like an alternative yeah. to like plastic surgery. It's like make me look beautiful yep. without having to go under the knife. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So after that, um, you know, the more PMU clients you have, of course, you're going to have to take time off from doing lashes. Now, here's the part where it comes to you know some heartbroken stories, some clients who have been so close to you. Oh, no. Every time they come, you know, they always share their life, like their whole nine yard, right? right. It's like a, a bad love story being <laughs> it, it broken. Really is. You're you the know? counselor, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's, it's definitely hard, but then again, you know, when it comes to business perspective and for those who have that clientele to that point, that's when you know that it's time for you to hire somebody you know it's time for you to hire somebody then it comes to training that person as your successor somebody who you trust to take care of your clients for you right because when you trust them your clients will trust them yes set them up with that person and that's how you're growing from one girl to two girls to three four five and six yes all right so you know um for me personally my clients loved me so 
be, but they know and they follow you through social media, through mm-hmm. the conversation, through your work showing on them. You know, right. so when you endorse somebody um, who is capable to take care of them, they automatically trust you. Yes. But every now and then, yes, I do have some, some, some very hard-headed clients. Yeah, um, just like Always. the other day, I I had to tell one of my clients that I'm I'm so sorry, but right now I just don't do services anymore. Um, I'm focusing in like expanding right. um, the products and the academy. I'm just yeah, you're a businesswoman now. Like it's not- yeah, and so. Um, you know, she got really upset, and um, later on, I found out that she went on like social media and wrote a bad <gasps> review. And so I was really heartbroken because you know you're close to them; they're close to you. You know, and it's like, wow, why, why didn't you tell me? You know, but you, as um, a business owner their artist, you know, it's your job to reach out to them. You have to. Oh, don't yeah? don't just don't just not reaching out to one of your bad reviews just because oh they're, they're oh, whatever. crazy or yeah. whatever. Don't don't ever think like that. Yeah. That's your life. No, you're, you're supposed to exactly you're supposed to handle that and reply to that in a very exactly. diplomatic kind of yep. nice way. Never reply back to reviews in a, in a negative tone. Mm-hmm. Um, always just stay really neutral with facts and apologies. That's huge with reviews. I don't have to do a whole podcast about reviews, guys, because mm-hmm. like reviews are huge and how to reply to bad reviews. Now, we got a question on here. Let me see what it says. Um, Queen Lash by Ash says, can you guys sit closer? You're kind of pixelated. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, like us together, like sit closer? We can sit closer, but um, we want to get the ourselves camera. on the screen. Um, maybe I can move okay, our camera. camera. Here, let's see if we can move it just a little bit. Here we go. We're good? All right, we're good. We're good. <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, Dang it, I was smiling the whole time. I know. I hope they know that I'm smiling. No, I'm happy. It's okay. If it's if it's pixelated on your end, um, it's not on our end. It could be your connection, so just double check your connection. Make sure you're on good Wi-Fi or, or good LTE. Um, but anyway, so I love what you were just saying a little while ago about how um, uh, the clients, you have to build the client's trust in getting them to go with another, another uh, someone else that you hire. Mm-hmm. That is like so big. That is actually probably one of the hardest things for lash artists to do mm-hmm. or PMU artists, whatever you do in order to expand your business because you feel like you're, okay, so usually people who go into business on their own, doing their own studio, like all, majority of women who do the lash beauty stuff are very motivated, strong-willed, and um, self-reliant uh, women, right? And which is amazing, but we all have one issue. And I say we because I can tell you it is a we when it comes to you being an owner, okay? Mm-hmm. We are control freaks. It is so hard to let go of little things mm-hmm or I want to say little things, they could be big things. It's so hard to let go of these things and leave it in the hands of somebody else to do because you feel as though no one can do it like you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, you know, clients also, that, that kind of goes into clients. And so you, you can never, ever, when you hire another person, is you can never say, well, I hired a girl, she's, she's okay. She, what? What are you doing to yourself? Don't ever tell anybody that you're, you're, the girl you hired is just okay. 
you have to tell them, baby, I got a new girl. She is amazing. Oh my gosh, you're gonna love her. She's even better than me. And she's so sweet. You know, I, I can't do your lashes today. I can't do your PMU um, the next time you come in, but I got you with, you know, Ashley. You know, it, it's like, you have to hype up your team and, and really give them confidence because you're giving your team confidence and knowing that you trust their abilities, but also giving your clients the confidence and, and the trust to say, hey, I know who's going to take care of you just like you like being take care, taken care of. Um, so I love that you just said that. And so really it is a big step to take. And if you're struggling with that, um, you definitely have to get out of that comfort zone and, and just do it. It really is an amazing thing. Yeah. Um, but sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> um, good. Moving Great. on. Uh, have you noticed any differences in characteristics in your lash clients and brow clients? Um, not so much. Okay. I mean, um, in terms of the work, yes, it, those those two are completely different things. But characteristics, no. Personality, um, nothing. Like they're one's not more like high maintenance than the other. Well, I would say that with um, lash clients, they're you know there are difficult clients and easy clients but because lashes is something that say if you mess up you can take it off right right with pmu if you mess up i'm sorry you're done okay you're done so oh my gosh you have to like i would say that don't get into pmu until you're very like you're super quality in your lashes if you're a lash artist and you're wanting to cross into pmu you have to make sure that your quality is so okay. your quality for your lashes is spot on, but also your quality for your for your PMU. Yeah, because okay. it carries you as 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 um as an artist okay. more more so about you. You have to make sure that your quality is great okay. before you can even work on somebody because your brow clients will be more difficult. Okay, so how know? do you suggest for these people who are transitioning? Obviously, you know, to get to that spot on perfect, you know, work, you have to practice like. Mm -hmm. What would you suggest they do in, in order to practice? Like, how, what's the price point they should be practicing at? Or who should they be practicing on? Like, how should they be offering that kind of practice phase? Yeah. So, when you're being a lash artist, your work has to be perfect. No stickies. Um, everything is great. No residue of glue. Great retention and so on, right? And once when you're done with that phase, the next phase that you need to do is to take PMU trainings. Don't ever just watch you know like how to do eyebrows microblading oh, no. or whatever on YouTube Don't and do then that. start doing it on your clients that's a big no-no okay no, no. so you have to enroll yourself in an actual PMU training and then after that you would have to do a lot of practicing on um, latex skin okay to control your pressure your hand because we as lash artists will have different hand pressure versus when you're holding a machine or a blade it's a completely different pressure point so you have to be able to train your hand to be flexible with whatever the work that you're doing on latex skin not on client skin okay so but along the way do take pictures so that way your clients see that you're growing you're, you're improving right? right and then um, if you have friends or family who um, already trust you that want to get their brows done or their lip blush them? done or would you charge them or do it for free or maybe like um, maybe I would say that the first five people do it for free okay like, that was me you know the first five people that are very close to me my family I did it for free just so that way I can get my portfolio started it's an investment you for know sure. you have to think that it's an investment um, 
and then you know remember to take before and after pictures to show your clients. Now pictures speak thousand words, oh, right? Sure. You have to be able to show that to your clients. And when you're confident with your latex work, um, the models that you did and your clients, if they want you to do their brows, yeah, that's like. You're great. That's your thing, and then that's mm -hmm. when you start charging, right? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here in Scottsdale, I know in different states, obviously California and the East Coast, New York, it's a lot more expensive. What is mm -hmm. the going rate for this area in Scottsdale? Scottsdale, if you don't know, is is a high end, um, luxury kind of area. Yeah, it can be for PMU. It can be anywhere from. It really depends. Anywhere from like 300 to 600 range. Of course, it's not like the Beverly Hills where it's like a thousand dollars. But you yeah, know, we're not in California. We're not in New York. We're, we're not in Hawaii. But yeah, anywhere from 300 to 600, 650 okay. around there. Yeah. Okay, and mm -hmm. also depending on your work, your experience. Exactly. And all these yep, and that's very important. So you have to be able to show your clients your credentials. The more credentials you have, the more trust. Um, the more clientele will book in with you. Okay, cool. I like that. Um, and for those who are thinking of adding PMU to their repertoire, do you have any advice for them um, for steps they should take in order to make the transition seamless? Um, I think I already went over the steps, but in order to make it seamless, um, you, girl, you just have to hustle. <laughs> like that, it all comes down to like hustling, yeah. right? Like everybody, um, if they want to get to the next level, you have to hustle, right? Like you, you know. Oh, I see that thanks. you're online. You're you're working even yeah. at night, like oh, 10 p.m., <laughs> 11 p.m. You know. So so yeah. for any beauty boss that wants to transition themselves to a higher step or to the next level, you're gotta yeah. know that you have to practice. Like for example, if you're practicing on latex skin while you're working on your lash clients during the day, right? If, when you're working on your clients, you're not gonna have enough time to practice. So of course you're gonna have to sacrifice that time of hanging out with your friends and just really sit there, grind through the latex skin and yes. practice, right? Yes. So, so give it you know a few months i would say in anywhere from three to four months of hard work you know really yes. hustle through. really hard work and yeah mm -hmm. i like that you said that really hustle to make it seamless because it and i and i purposely said seamless because it never is seamless it really is a lot of hard work and like she said you are spending mm -hmm. early mornings and late nights grinding and practicing and that's going to be the difference in how bad you really want it so you can yep. go ahead and take mm -hmm. trainings and get better or whatever but at the end of the day, if you don't go home and if it doesn't, if it's not a passion for you and it's not a desire for you and you don't yep. mm -hmm. practice, you're never going to get anywhere. And then that training has kind of gone to waste, right? Because yep. you're not doing mm -hmm. anything about it. Um, yeah. Don't just take a training just to learn, just to take it, you know? No. Come to the training with a purpose and then you got to do it. Yeah. Like you have to hustle through. Yeah. Don't, for don't sure. like, don't make an excuse. Oh, I have so much clients. I'm so tired at the end of the night. So I, I can't, don't, I can't get into PMU. No, you know, you can't, you, you just haven't really put the time, the effort into it. 
Exactly. Wow. That and like what Miley said earlier is if you're into the point where you are so busy and so desired and so wanted in what you do, it's time to hire mm-hmm. somebody, baby. Yeah. It's time to hire. Yeah. So, you know, got to consider whether you, whether one of your motivations or one of your desires or passions is to expand your business. Mm-hmm. So that is always something to think about as well. Um, I remember when I first started in, in both lashes and when I transitioned into PMU, mm-hmm. I had to do a lot of practicing. And at the time, I literally practice on latex skin while my daughter is sleeping on the floor and at the time she was only like two or three years old you know she just want to be with mommy but I'm sorry babe I can't be with you right now I have to practice and that's 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 the drive that I really have is that you know just have to grind through um yeah you you just you just gotta do what you have to do in order to um succeed that's like epitome of international women's day guys like even with our kids we do stuff with our kids in tow i remember i know i remember when i had to take my twins into the studio with me and put them in the back room because Mm -hmm. i had to work and i couldn't afford daycare for two you know two babies Mm -hmm. um so yeah that was a lot of hustle and grind yeah (laughs) it's crazy it was fun um lots of crazy but we have a question from also queen lash uh what do you guys play for music during lash sessions to help them sleep Oh, sleep. <laughs> uh, really good spa music. Um, there's a lot of really good playlists out there you can do, unless you want to create your own playlists. Um, I don't know. Sleep? Well, for ours, believe it or not, guys, for our salon, we have a total of eight lash artists here, and we switch up the music. Sometimes we even play hip hop. And it's like, I know it yeah. sounds very crazy, but your clients actually want to... A variety. A variety, yep. Yeah. They, they, they don't want to step into a studio that every day is just the same type of spas and music, you know? Yeah. So you got to switch it up. Sometimes we play dance. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, I don't even know, EDM. Yeah. Or you can have like a, a rotating playlist yep. that plays mm-hmm. like all different genres, but obviously... They but they be, still sleep. They still sleep. They still through, sleep. Actually. It can't be something too yeah. abrasive. Like right now, she has like, like Ariana. Yeah. Like Ariana Grande mm-hmm. or something like that. It's yeah. not like too like heavy beat, but it's not too soothing. Yep. So you really mm-hmm. have to consider uh, the type of your your um, the atmosphere, the ambiance mm-hmm. that you are trying to portray in your studio, uh, as well as it goes along with your aesthetic and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of little things to think about, but. I would suggest mm-hmm. making different playlists and then just asking your clients even sometimes like, hey, what do you want to listen to today? Um, and, and then going from there. So, yeah. yeah, that's a really good question. That was a good one. Um, and so in hindsight, here we're going to wrap mm-hmm. up here for the, for, the, for the live as well as this podcast, but I kind of wanted to add, ask you a, one last question. In hindsight, would you change any of your business decisions and um, go a different or another direction? No, um, no. I'm I'm very happy and fortunate um, to have you know um, my artists here with me and um, everybody who have been um, through this whole journey with me. You know, um, I there's nothing that I want to change, and um, but only for a brighter future. Like I wanna I wanna continue to grow, so that way I can help everybody around me to grow you know no one wants to be stagnant you know so I myself always have to have that mentality that you know um, always like go 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 yeah so definitely yeah never stop doing what you're doing um I love that you know it's sometimes we we 
I know that for myself and for my mom, you know, with the studios, there are so many things that we could have, like, shoulda, coulda, wouldas, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if we hadn't made the decisions we made and gone the route we went through, we wouldn't have learned those important lessons that we needed to learn in order to succeed. And so, you know, one thing I would suggest also when we do, let's say we fail, Failing is not something negative. Failing is, you have to look at failing as a positive. What is the silver lining behind the failure? What have you learned? What are you going to do now that's going to change? And how are you going to transition and make yourself grow from that? From that little, you know, hiccup or bump or client something or, you know, money loan that didn't go through or, you know, whatever it is, right? Um, so definitely always look for the silver lining and just always, I think number one is like what you were kind of what you're portraying is gratitude, right? You're not going to change everything. I'm happy with what, how things have progressed and um, just being really grateful for what you have. So yeah, I love that. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Miley, for being, um, I guess, joining me live. I'm glad I came up here to Scottsdale. And I'm so glad to have you. Yeah, oh, I thank really you. Do. Yes. And you guys, just to let you know, Miley, uh, my lash, brow, uh, lash and brow is uh, our sponsor, one of our sponsors for the conference. Um, so she will be giving something really fun in the goodie bag for you guys. Um, she's going to be, I mean, it's going to be so cool. Um, I'm sure some of her team is probably going to, your team is going to go. Yeah. And, and then... Um, uh, what else? So as I say, like you guys, she is an amazing person. So if you want to DM us uh, for any questions or reach out to her, her Instagram is what? My Lash Brows. You guys can reach out to me anytime. Um, I want to be there for you. I don't know who you are, but let's hope that we can connect. You know, um, I want to be there because of what I've been through, um, my journey. I I was in your shoes, so I know how it feels and. Um, when I first started, I just wish somebody would have been there for me to guide me the right way. Um, and yeah, just reach out to me and we'll connect. Yeah, do that. Um, and even just to get advice and also follow us on our Instagram for the Scottsdale page. So it's at Scottsdale Lash Brow Conference. Um, go to our website, scottsdalelashbrowconference.com. Yep. Get your tickets to the conference as soon as possible. It's happening yeah. May 14th through 16th. So the 14th is going to be the big, you know, competition with the cocktail party that night. Then we mm -hmm. got a conference the next day with workshops and like VIP dinner. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. So many amazing speakers, you guys. I actually have a few uh, new speakers to, to add to our lineup and I will be posting that here soon. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you so much, my yeah, I appreciate thank it. thank you. I'll see you guys there. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Wow, wasn't that great? I hope you took some valuable information away from that. You can find this live video interview on our Scottsdale Lash and Brow Conference Instagram page and our Huga Beauty YouTube channel. Again, I will put all the links in the description below. So if you like what you have to hear, hit that subscribe button to get your notifications of when we drop a new podcast and there will be new ones coming. And if you have something important to share and want to be on this podcast, DM me at Huga Beauty Co. H-Y-G-G-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y-C-O. So thanks for all your support, everyone. We love you and hope you're doing well. Besos.